A very good morning to you, dear friends. Welcome to this Thursday morning. To God be the glory. We will appreciate God again for the privilege of life. Thank God who kept you and me till this moment. You are alive today because God is not through with you yet. You are alive this morning because there is a great destiny you are yet to fulfill. Great accomplishments, great breakthroughs, answers to prayers that are coming your way. It is not yet over with you. That is why God has kept you up till now. And I do believe by the grace of God, you will fulfill all of God's plan, all of God's purpose for your life in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Beloved, I want to ask, why are you getting tired? Prayer is not so much exciting to you. Why is it that your knees are becoming feeble? I pray this morning that the God of heaven will quicken your spirit. I pray this morning that the Lord will energize you from within. It is my prayer today that the Lord will revive your spirit. Yes, you have been praying and it appears answers to your prayers have been delayed. But I believe it that you are closer today to that daybreak than ever. The Bible says, now our salvation is nearer than when we first believed. So I believe you are closer to your daybreak. You are closer to your celebration. The Bible says, do sorrow may abide for a night, but for sure joy comes in the morning. Your morning of rejoicing is very close. That is why you must not give up. That is why I encourage you this morning, press on in the place of prayer. Press on in the place of fasting. Never you give up. The Bible says we are not of them that turn back unto perdition, but we are of them that believe unto the saving of the soul. So I pray that God will encourage you this morning. Yes, great grace will rest upon your heart in the mighty name of Jesus. The Lord will quicken your spirit. The Lord will strengthen you in the name of Jesus. So shall it be in Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. Amen and amen. God bless you, my friend. And I want to appreciate the privilege of meeting you again today. Now, we have been discussing on the subject, Rise, he calleth thee. Rise up. He called thee. Now, I'm taking you to verse 51 of Mark chapter 10. Mark chapter 10, verse 51. And Jesus answered and said unto him, What wilt thou that I should do unto thee? The blind man said unto him, Lord, that I might receive my sight. Wow, what a prayer. Now, we have come to a crucial point in our discussion on this series of Rise Ecology. The man Bartimaeus was brought to Jesus blind. Several things were wrong with him. 
Number one, he was poor. Number two, he was a beggar. He was people dependent. Number three, he was wrongly located by the roadside. Number four, he was in a wrong association, the association of beggars. Number five, he was blind. And that was his major crisis, his inability to see. Now, it is possible that a man really loves God. It is possible that a man may really, really love God and desire to please God, but be engaged in a wrong profession and going through all of the above challenges, all because he is blind spiritually. Yes, he or she may be very zealous for God, but totally operating in a wrong course. In fact, he could be walking against his designed destiny. In Galatians chapter 1, from verse 13 to 15, the Bible says, For ye have heard of my conversation in time past in the Jews' religion. That was Paul talking. How that beyond measure I persecuted the church of God and wasted it and profited in the Jews' religion above many my equals in my own nation, being more exceedingly zealous of the traditions of my fathers. But when it pleased God, who separated me from my mother's womb and called me by his grace. Just think about that. This man, Saul, now turned to Paul, was giving the account of his past life. He made the Galatians to know that beyond measure, he persecuted the church of God and wasted it. He was so zealous, running a wrong race, pursuing a wrong agenda. In fact, the agenda he was actually born to persecute, that was the agenda he was persecuting. In 1 Timothy chapter 1, from verse 12 and verse 13, he had to, to say, he said, And I thank Christ Jesus, our Lord, who has enabled me, for that he counted me faithful, putting me into the ministry, who was before a blasphemer and a persecutor and injurious, but I obtained mercy. Because I did it ignorantly in unbelief. You can imagine a man in his spiritual blindness was 100% walking against the cause he was born to get established. But thank God, like he said, he obtained mercy. May you obtain mercy today. May you find mercy in the mighty name of of Jesus Christ. He said he did all of this ignorantly in unbelief. Now, Apostle Paul, this same man, now prayed for Israel. In Romans chapter 10, from verse 1 down to 3, he said, Brethren, my heart's desire and prayer to God for Israel is that they might be saved. He said, For I bear them record that they have a zeal of God 
but not according to knowledge. For they, being ignorant of God's righteousness and going about to establish their own righteousness, have not submitted themselves unto the righteousness of God. Now he could understand. He knew this set of people have a desire for God. They have the zeal for God. He said, but they lack knowledge. Now, spiritual blindness is more dangerous and more critical than physical blindness. First Corinthians chapter 2 from verse 9, Apostle Paul, you know, had this to write there. He said, but as it is written, I has not seen nor ear heard, neither has entered into the heart of man the things which God has prepared for them that love him. But God has revealed them unto us by spirit, for the spirit searches all things, yea, the deep things of God. For what man knoweth the things of a man, save the spirit of man which is in him? Even so the things of God knoweth no man, but the spirit of God. Now, beloved, the consequences of physical blindness is temporary and earthly. Why that of spiritual blindness can be eternal and even transgenerational, even in this present world? Blindness, spiritual blindness, the consequences can be very tragic. Don't forget what the wise man said in Proverbs chapter 25, verse 2. He said, it is the glory of God to conceal a thing, but the honor of kings is to search out the matter. The matter of destiny is concealed. An average man is blinded to his destiny until it is discovered. The day your eyes open to see the mind of God for your life, that day you will begin to live a meaningful life. God created you and me for his own pleasure. Revelation chapter 4 verse 11 has that to say. Now, we're in this world for his glory. Jesus Christ, our role model, has this to say in Hebrews chapter 10, verse 5, down to verse 7. The Bible says, Jesus declared, Sacrifice and offering thou wouldest not, but a body as thou prepared me. In burnt offerings and sacrifices for sin, Thou hast no pleasure. Then said I, Lo, I come. In the volume of the book it is written of me to do thy will, O God. Can you imagine that? Sacrifices and offerings. There are many things we do for God, but they may not really, really be acceptable. All right. You can get yourself engaged in several services, but you need to discover the book that is written concerning your life. You need to discover your place in destiny. You need to discover the mind of God for you. He said, Lo, I have come to do thy will, O God. Doing his will should constantly be our desire, our pursuit, our pleasure. That should give you the joy of your heart. Beloved, oh, having great achievements is good. All right. 
prospering in this world, in silver, in gold, in possessions, uh, that is great. Occupying big, you know, positions in the society, being famous, oh, lovely. However, once it is contrary to God's divine pleasure, beloved, you are a loser already. It doesn't matter how much you have acquired. Doing his goodwill should constantly be your pursuit. Now, beloved, my prayer for you this morning is that which Paul prayed for the Ephesians in chapter 1, in verse 17 and verse 18. He said that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give unto you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him, the eyes of your understanding being enlightened, that you may know what is the hope of his calling and what the riches of the glory of his inheritance is in the saints. Jesus asked the blind Bartimaeus, What wilt thou that I should do unto thee? And he answered, That I may receive my sight. That was the final outcome of his encounter with Jesus that day that brought him to the book of records. He began to live a meaningful life and a fulfilling life thereafter. We all need that encounter today. God told Jeremiah during his own encounter in Jeremiah chapter 1 in verse 5, he said, Before I formed thee in the belly, I knew thee. And before you came forth out of the womb, I sanctified thee, and I ordained thee a prophet unto the nations. Thank God for that encounter early in life. He was still young when he encountered God, and God told him, while you are still in the womb, I had already ordained you as a prophet to the nations, not as an engineer, not as a doctor, not as a CEO of a big company. I ordained you a prophet to the nations. If he has lived a life outside that, that would have been a wasted life. May I pray for you, therefore, my brother, my sister, it's my prayer that your life will be realigned with God's will, in the name of Jesus, that today your eyes of understanding will be opened. You will discover the mystery of his will. You will discover his purpose for your life. And God will give you courage to adjust your life to fit in to his divine purpose. It shall be well with you. May God answer this prayer speedily in your life. You will not live a wasted life. In the name of Jesus, so shall it be in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. May I plead with you, friend? I want us to plan together for this fresh encounter program in December 1, 2, and 3. December 1 to 3, it is this year's Ministers and Church Workers Congress. If I let me say Believers Congress. Uh, this December 1 to 3, the theme is Fresh Encounter. And ministering is Reverend Dr. Friday Beke and the Reverend Sheyi uh, Oladimeji, all the way from Lagos. And uh, it's going to be a time to discover 
God afresh, to encounter God afresh, there will be release of power and the wisdom of God. You are a pastor, you desire church growth in the real sense of it, in the true sense of it. Please join us. God will give us fresh visitation. May the Lord be gracious to you and me in the name of Jesus. Please plan, prepare to come. It is holding at Christ Proclaimer's Global Mission. Trinity Road, Sabu Ojo Ibadan will be glad to receive you. Good morning. The Lord bless your day in Jesus' name. I'm your brother and friend, Sunday Away.